Welcome to the Strictly Business Podcast. Hey guys, before you watch this amazing video, please do me one favor and subscribe to this YouTube channel, ring the doorbell and give it a thumbs up. That will mean the world to me. Thank you. But when I first emailed you, you, you were, I think it was called Flicked, that you had the lights or something to do with... Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. and then you, because you, your, your background is hospitality, yeah? And you've got a lot of experience yes. in hospitality. Yes, I do, yes. Yeah. Uh, several years uh, on several levels uh, and started off, again, uh, very nothing in hospitality and really worked my way up. And yeah, Flicked was um, <laughs> was one of the first businesses. That was one of the first. Yeah, and I remember looking at the site thinking it was a really basic site. I thought, I don't, did I email you first or did you get in contact? I, I think you would, have, you would have emailed me first because back then I wouldn't have known what SEO meant, um, okay. first of all. Uh, and yeah. the interesting thing with Flicked was I thought I knew everything. I thought, <laughs> well, I'll, I'm going to travel to Melbourne to see this best web designer that cost me 10 grand and in the end get a shitty website. <laughs> now, I'm sure that's a story of many people, man. Um, yeah. But that's the, that's the sort of, I mean, even with, with SEO, like I was just telling other clients like literally last week, I mean, I would rather see like no work than bad work, right? So I'm yeah. sorry you've paid, you know, $10,000 in six months for nothing, uh, mm. but that is actually, that's actually better than, than having to clean up bad work because there's fees and there's time and your, 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 your um, service could be, your website could be potentially banned. Um, yep. Now it wasn't, from memory, your website wasn't, uh, wasn't, it wasn't rubbish, but we started working together when we were working on, was it Leather Menu? Leather Menu? Yes. Yeah, Leather Menu, yeah. And I tell people that was probably in 13 years, Damien, that was probably one of the few websites that I've ever dealt with where we had SEO results in six months. And I think that's your sort of, you were new to the SEO game. And then yep. your first, I'm not saying I'm sitting up here because I want to like toot my own horn, but it's, <laughs> but most campaigns I work on don't work out like that. Um, most yeah. SEO campaigns in general don't work out like that. And I remember- And you had told me, you, you had said uh, it will take 12 months. It'll take 12 so, months. And we yeah. killed it in six. I mean, yeah. I remember, man, the SEO was doing really, really well. Um, but that can be an issue with also then having to scale quickly. Um, I think people say, oh, do I have to pay money and not see any results? And I said, well, there has been times, and I'm thinking of you, that SEO has, we have received, we have achieved results within six months, but it's not the normal um, uh, expectation. What do you tell clients? Because it's, a, it's, a, it's good feedback for myself because I sort of don't know it, it, it's it's always a hard sell to be honest it's always hard to tell people uh you actually have to go back to the beginnings and explain how google works uh, mm. because it's not as simple as saying i've got this guy who is going to turn your website into no like you have to explain everything and even then and i can't mm. even how it is for you because even then when once you've explained everything uh most people don't understand still don't understand why they have to pay money to be on Google, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then breaking down the, the 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 organic with the paid and what's the benefits. Because I remember you were sinking a lot of money into the AdWords. Um, yeah, oh, uh, not if if it was on the AdWords, it'd be fine. But the AdWords and Facebook and uh, just throwing money at it. And yeah. you know what? Actually, AdWords. Uh, the interesting thing with AdWords is uh, it was actually successful at first, 
and it stopped being successful the minute I, I involved a, a dodgy Google AdWords company. And it didn't understand the business well enough to manage the ads. Um, so, yeah. No, I mean, that's a pretty good, um, I mean, lesson uh, because, I mean, our Google AdWords partner now, we make sure that she's done all the certification and all the training because I tell clients that Google AdWords is the fastest way to lose money when you don't know what you're doing or if you actually hire someone yep. that don't know what they're doing. Um, or it's same thing with SEO, but AdWords, at least if they do a little bit of work, that work will get carried across if you move to another SEO provider done in the right way. AdWords is you have a bad month, and mm. you might as well have burnt that money because unless you know what to do with the data, unless you, like I tell clients, sometimes the data we get from using our partners, at least we can, even if you don't get any conversions, we can take that data and we can plug it into SEO if we know it's got impression sure. and, mm. and, and it's good. It's a good keyword tool. But um, if you don't know what you're doing, you're just burning your money. Yeah, that's right. And um, I mean, the, the biggest thing as well is the difference again with between SEO, I find between SEO and Google AdWords is uh, the, lo the long term. As you, when you run out of money, mm. that's it. Google AdWords, you're done. If you that's run it. out of money, your business <laughs> dies with it. Mm. Um, SEO, at least you, you have some kind of long term return on it. It's, it, it's sustainable. And that's exactly what I was having today, a meeting with a, with a potential client. It's sustainable. And I tell clients, like, even after six or 12 months, if you kept that domain running, Damien, I'm sure even if we stopped working after 12 months, it might have gone down over 12 months, but it wouldn't be something like it's instant, like AdWords, where you pull that's the plug. Right. Well, some SEOs out there, they will tr they would love to have it like that. So they start clients, I was paying the traffic falls down. But I tell my clients, no, like a percentage of money that you pay us, will be reinvested back into your campaign. And that was actually feedback another client gave me, like you need to push that more because I've been doing SEO for 10, 15 years and most SEOs that I've encountered don't necessarily even reinvest money back in or, or not, not much. And um, mm. so that's been something that um, it's good. That's why I like asking everyone questions like, what was your, so what made you um, take on SEO for, for the leather manufacturer before? Like what, if you didn't know much about it? Um, look, I, I think- And me uh, specifically. Oh, I think I was getting good results uh, from the get-go with um, obviously a bit of AdWords and, uh, and a bit of Facebook. Even though we're throwing too much money at it, mm. I was getting results. Mm. So I thought, well, you know, I need to have a long-term strategy. And um, I wanted, I was seeing myself in this business for, you know, for years to come. And when you make this kind, of, this kind of investment, I think you need to be sure about what you're doing and, and that you want to be in that business for two or three years minimum um, for you to make an investment or you're just throwing your money out. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was really seeing myself being in that business for several years and I wanted to take on the competitors uh, because I thought I had a, quite a unique uh, approach to the product. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, uh, that, that's what made me go ahead with it. Awesome, awesome. Well, let's, let's, let's go on to the present. So with VoIP Smart, you've launched that. Um, you did message me and tell me that you were getting a few leads um, without hardly any SEO. I've had a look at your site. I've, I've got some advice for you because I, I want you to walk away not thinking this was a total waste of time. So I want to be able to provide value um, for you. But so do you want to tell me what exactly you've been doing um, with VoIP Smart yeah. and with Google? And then maybe I can sure. give some advice. So I've done the basics, essentially. Um, 
So I put a plugin, Yoast uh, or Yoast SEO. SEO Yoast plugin, yep. Yeah. Uh, so I put a plugin, uh, which is pretty similar. I paid for it, $120, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't actually know what it does for me, uh, to be honest, uh, but I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then I've, I've registered to several relevant um, directories. So I didn't want to go into directories that didn't make sense. Yeah. So I focused on uh, the local directories on the Sutherland Shire, um, some of the bigger directories, Yellow Pages, etc. Mm. Uh, I worked on my Google, uh, my business listing. Yeah. Uh, trying to build up some reviews there as well. Uh, got a Bing uh, business listing as well. And that's pretty much where it is. And I've been active on a couple of forums um, and a bit of the social media, um, but not too much. Okay, awesome, awesome. So, I mean, the, the link acquisition side is, is, is enormous um, and I would prefer uh, that you tackle it from a content marketing angle. We can discuss that a bit later on if we have time. But just some of the things that I've noticed, like I know you've got features, um, you've got features, you've got pricing, and you've noticed you've got the anchors, you've got the hashtag just before the word features and then after the forward slash that are basically anchors on a page. So when you click on them, it's the same page moving in different parts of that page. Yeah. The problem with that is Google doesn't index that at all. Um, It's still one page. So what I would recommend when I quickly looked over the site is that features, pricing, how it works, guarantee, uh, and I think contact, I would actually have, any uh, on on unique pages, so stripping out the the word the the, the hashtag and actually building new pages because ultimately the objective here is to create more content and that will help you create more visibility. Yeah. Um, and I know it's more work because you've got like a one homepage right now with features, call recording, voice email, voicemail mm-hmm. to email. I would actually not only have a features page with all those icons and, and all those different features, but I would also break them up in, in those into individual pages. So it would be like features slash <laughs> that just scared the crap out of me. Um, <laughs> features slash call dash recording. Features yeah. slash voice email. Features slash, you know, slash yeah. voice dash menu. And so I would definitely do that. I think that's like for a... Yeah, 12, 12 um, different categories. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the, 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 I guess the mistake I've made is when I first started this website, I wanted to do it on the, on the budget. And doing it on the budget meant, okay, I'll do it on one page. And then I kept adding on to it instead of creating new pages. Yeah, yeah you're totally right. Um, now it's going to be uh, more work to actually get it back to where it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, it doesn't mean because you built your site on, on, on WordPress. So um, it's not the end of the world. Um, it can easily be changed. You could even, you could even leave the homepage as it is. Um, maybe just strip out the features um, and then move that. Or you might include like four of the main features and then, you know, click here to view more features. And then the mm-hmm. features page will show all of them. And then from the features page, you have all the other sub pages linking out to it and then even in the sub menu in your top navigation you might have a drop down menu with all the different um features and opening up to a page with more images a bit more content 
Um, because, you know, to be honest with you, mate, like I didn't even know you did. I, I, I actually had to email you. I didn't know you even know about that. I could block calls on my other business, um, you know, Monday to Friday, nine to five, and then mm. block other calls. I didn't know anything like that, you know. Like all I knew is with this stuff, you get your own number and maybe you could forward and route. But I didn't know you could block times and, I mean, I mean maybe other people. The, the, the features are just, uh, they are as good or nearly as good as what you would get from uh, big companies, what you call big companies and, you know, the callback feature or, and so on. Yeah. Uh, we have it all. Yeah. And I think that is what I would start rebuilding the the foundation of your site. So stripping out the anchors, the, the hashtags, building unique pages, building the subcategories. I would do, I would also do then he's probably adding a, a blog feature. And I have yeah. like, I've been researching for you before the call, um, a few different ideas. I've already emailed you some. Um, Thank you. Yeah. And there's also like content ideas, like for the blog, you know, what is VoIP? What is VoIP phone? How does VoIP work? What does VoIP stand for? Um, yep. And how can VoIP over Wi-Fi help save money? These are questions that your target market are asking for. They're very right. generic VoIP-based content. I would mm-hmm. definitely, definitely start creating that content. Obviously, you might say to yourself, this is the common problem, common objective that, that um, uh, well, the common issue clients tell us is that uh, there's only so much I can write or it's already been rewritten before and it's all been done mm-hmm. before. I think that, if you come across it, um, one of my favorite um, sort of strategies is, okay, I understand like um, when you say like when you write about what is VoIP, um, I mean, there's only so much you could write about it, but if you use your, you would, if you think about it and start writing it even down on a piece of paper, you know, what is VoIP and how does VoiceMart do it differently or something like that yeah. and sort of include that sort of business angle spin and then, have a YouTube channel, a branded YouTube channel, and say, hello, my name is Damien, and today I'm going to give you a really quick explanation of VoIP, do like a three or four-minute video, and then embed that into your blog article. And that right. way, you maximize your search engine visibility on Google. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the, YouTube, uh, the YouTube thing is always complicated. Um, getting a, Gaining confidence to, you know, to, to I guess, record a video, speak on camera. Um, You're in hospitality, day, uh, Damien. I, I know. And it's, uh, like, I've got you. That's exactly right. I've got <laughs> you have someone in front of me. See, I can talk to you now because I can see you. Uh, but talking to an empty camera is a lot harder. Uh, and it's something, yeah. Uh, it's it's I, difficult. I, I mean, see the value. You, look, I suck at podcasts. Look at me, right? Like, like the whole podcast has <laughs> sucked, right? But um, in terms of production, but hopefully not in terms of the value and the content. Um, yeah. Look, even if you even if you create a video on YouTube that doesn't even include yourself and just gets into uh, more of an explanation type video, you can pay people on Fiverr to do that for you and give yeah. them basically give them the script. But I definitely think that having a face of the company, something like yeah. this in VoIP, there isn't too many faces. Like I I like IINet when they use that guy, um, and every time I think of IINet and I think of the commercials, it's always him. It's him yeah. on the internet. It's him on the TV. And I think that is a that is a really cool way because it creates more personality with the brand, and, and you're still dealing with people at the end of the day. And this sort of internet, like sort of service that you're you're offering, yeah. um, I think if you can overcome the confidence issue, and I appreciate you being uh, honest because when I was having conversations earlier, 
He was like, oh, I'm, a, I'm not good with the video camera. Look, you weren't good at driving too at one time in your life. You weren't, yeah. uh, like you weren't good at a lot of things that you learned. I think it, the honesty would be, I think it's a confidence issue. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and look, I suck at it, so I should give you confidence. But I definitely do think that having your face in, like, on, in the videos and people see you, you're a nice guy, you talk well, uh, I think that will uh, give the brand a bit of personality and a bit of... Yeah, and that reflects, uh, that reflects the, uh, the outcome I'm having in gaining new customers at the moment is, um, you know, I think I told you, but um, I'm actually doing door-to-door. And door-to-door yeah. is working. Um, I've, mm. I've had people saying, oh, okay, thanks. Uh, yeah, we'll call you if we ever need. And then calling me two weeks later saying, oh, we're struggling with our current provider. Uh, we need to move office and they're not helping us. They're not answering the phone. And because I was there face-to-face, they already had the confidence that I can come into the office. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's because once someone starts dealing with you, they like you, Damien. So I think that is, that is something that you probably want to do at scale. So you obviously, you want to do it, like, keep, look, if it's working, keep doing it. Like, it's your personality, mate. Like, it, 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 you're a people person. So it should be easier for you, right? Your hospitality background, you don't have an excuse, Damien. And yeah, I'm going to push you <laughs> until you do it, mate. Um, but I think once you create your first video, It'll give you, it'll give you the confidence, and obviously the YouTube content will plug in really well with your blog content, um, yeah. and then then you can look at Facebook and Instagram um, in a little bit different, a little bit more lighthearted. Um, you could talk about you know the different features like hosted MPBX. I don't even know what that is. Um, yeah, I know we avoid using these terms, uh, and again, that's a, if you compare to my competitors their website will be, and when you call, talk to you over the phone, I've had that before when I first learned about VoIP and I first mm. set up VoIP system, they call me and they're saying, okay, how many SIP devices do you need? And is it hosted PBX or MPPBX? I'm like, uh, what is it talking about? And my business is built with the understanding that businesses don't know what this means. And there's no point putting it all over the website. This one I've added on because I'm thinking, well, perhaps if someone knows what they're talking about, they will see it. But I don't like using terms, complicated terms throughout the website. Yeah. And I think that would be a part of the blog too. Like what is hosted in PBX? I mean, this would be, this would be, sorry, man, my phone's going crazy. Um, That would be a legit, question to to include on the blog because if i don't know what these terms are and you're educating me yeah you're improving brand and trust and credibility yeah so do you want them to learn what that is with your competitor or do you want them to learn it through voip smart fair enough and i think with, with with bing lee when i was working with them i had this in 2010 i remember telling the ceo like when we create a blog strategy at the time, it was, you know, what is the difference between LED and LCD TV? Once grandma or whoever lands on that, on that webpage, they, we've just, we've just helped them learn something. So we've broken down sales barriers. I mean, if you're selling a TV that I can buy from JB Harvey Norman, the, one of the best ways you're going to do it is, is to provide the best service and to provide the better experiences. Yep. And it's all about me, 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 me. So if you can deliver on on that uh, fundamentally, then you're going to improve your credibility and trust with the target market. And that is basically what marketing is. And too often 
Damien, and probably your experience when we were working together previously is that SEO is very sales driven. It's very like someone's looking for something and they want it and they buy it. And, and it is still very much that, but it's still marketing, not sales. Yeah, and so, yeah. and my, you know, you, the content marketing aspect now, like, and I actually, to be honest with you, I think SEO, even though it's still probably the best conversion tool, I don't think it was as good as it was 10 years ago. That's just my opinion. I haven't seen any data on that. I'm just like, it's just something that I think because people are getting smarter, the competition's getting more aggressive. When I was ranking first for a client uh, recently for engagement rings, um, we noticed that the, there was more conversions there if, if we didn't rank first, of course, but the time and effort went into it. Then I, I found that over time, the conversion and even the click-through rate went down because even when you rank first on Google for something, they're still looking at the competitors and they're going, I don't know what that, I don't know who that client is, but I know Michael Hill and I know Tiffany, so I'm clicking on them. Yeah. And so, all right, so Google's also got Rank Brain, which is another part of the SEO ranking factor there. We could rank fifth, but if people see, oh, Voice smart is always answering my questions. Every time I'm asking a question about VoIP, I'm getting VoIP smart. Mm. They are truly smart, right? So, right, because they're literally always answering my questions. And I think that is something that you would want to think about, mate, because um, yeah. that long tail, saturated, it's not gonna, if you, you're not going to have too many ads showing up because people are still probably want to rank for like VoIP Sydney or, you know, yeah. the, the sales-based words, keywords. So if you target, you know, what is a hosted MBX system or what is a hosted PBX for, uh, system or whatever, yeah. um, then you start building content around those core services. You know, that look, I did a case study on it. Trust me, it works and it works well. And then it comes down to, okay, understanding what, what does, and if you make you email me, bro, just say, look, I need, I need some more content ideas after I give you the ones that I've already given you. Yeah. Um, and then say, so look, I need some more ideas and I'm going to increase and I'm going to build YouTube content. And then I'm, I'm, I, can, I can help you um, build your SEO until you can afford to, to um, hire my services full time. Yep. And <laughs> no. You were going to talk about that. You were going to ask me why, um, you know, why I can't afford the service just yet. Um, or, you know, uh, and essentially I think uh, with my type of business, not that I'm not selling products anymore, it's very different. Uh, when you sell a phone or internet service, mm. you sell it for a period of hopefully two, three years mm. um, with an average customer's return being you know, somewhere between 500 to $1,000 a year. Mm. Um, but it's not instant. It's not like selling a product, a, a diamond ring at three or $5,000. Mm. You, you need recurring. Correct. Your profit comes in straight away. With yeah. my business, it doesn't come in straight away. Mm. Um, so that's something that takes time to build uh, to a level where then mm. you, you know you've got recurring every month um, commissions essentially. Yeah, and look, I mean, you're good at the sales side clearly because you do the door-to-door sales. So mm. this whole aspect that I'm that I'm showing you would be the the the, the marketing and and growing the visibility. So as you're increasing sales, you're also increasing market visibility. Yeah. Um, and I think this is the, and I think videos on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, but obviously, if you look at w- what I try to do is LinkedIn is very much different context than, than a Facebook post. Yeah. Or I might put up a bit more aggressive quotes on Facebook than I would put for the LinkedIn audience, right? I don't mind saying, you know, on Facebook, you know, who gives two shits if, you know, Jared276 doesn't like mm. your video? Probably wouldn't, I'd probably say that on, on LinkedIn, but I wouldn't, 
worded differently. I would word it a little <laughs> bit differently in a way that is still authentically me, but it but it's also a little bit tamed down for for the LinkedIn audience. So, but on Facebook and Instagram, I don't care, man. I'll just I'll just whatever. So, I think if you've got a content like strategy for Facebook and for for Instagram, like um, if you have a look at RX underscore Painters, that dude. Howard, he just came to me like two years ago and he said, look, I can't afford SEO, very much similar to what, to obviously what you mentioned to me previously with this new business. So he said, what is the best thing I should do? I go, Brody, you're a painter. Go to every single job you go to, document it. Don't, this is yeah. the thing about, like, this is, this is, this is the zeitgeist. This is as easy as it, as it, as it sounds, but it's actually difficult to actually implement because you need to be patient. You need to be consistent and determined but this guy's built a massive following now on 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 uh, Instagram, and then recently we had another call saying, "What do I do next?" You know, and he's because I've basically become the tradie in the van. That's how everyone knows me. So yeah. I said, "Okay, awesome. Keep doing what you're doing on Instagram." Um, because I've tried LinkedIn. I'm not cracking into that. I'm not cracking. So I said to him, "Look, start a podcast. Be the tradie in the van, right?" And then you know, host girls that are tradies now because that's a big thing now, and um, carpenters and and other painters and plumbers and sort of get a, you know, host the podcast in the van, talk a bit of shit with the other tradies and build your audience in that way. You'll be the one of the trade's first pot tradie podcasters in a van, definitely the first in the van. Yeah. Um, and you could really grow because you've got, you've got that personality. So he's like, that's a great idea. So he's going to work on that. So I just think that you just need to break it down to what that strategy looks like for voice Smart. Yep. Sure. Yeah. And Great I think be, be a little bit unorthodox is not going to hurt you. Show yeah. a bit of personality is not going to hurt you, I don't think. Hasn't hurt me at all. I think people say, yeah, your production sucks, but we see value, we see passion. <laughs> and I say, well, you get, you learn. <laughs> yeah, mate, like it doesn't hurt my feelings. Like um, sometimes my bro- even my own family members tell me what I'm doing is rubbish. So, hey, look, like, you live with it, man. You, you, no, I think I actually think you're doing really well. Your podcasts are quite interesting as well. Uh, you get good content. Uh, Thank so, you. No, don't, uh, don't underestimate yourself. <laughs> and that's it, man. And that's the same advice I'll give you. And, and look, I'll be honest with you. When you start putting more content out there, especially when you start running ads around it, people, people love judging others, man. Like, look, right. what I've what what figured out is there's two types of people. There's the, there's the players and the spectators. As soon as you become a player, you're gonna get you're gonna get um, feedback from the spectators. I'm not too concerned about it. I would be focusing on what I've been telling you to do, focusing sure. on diversifying in social media. Um, mate, I, I I was chatting with a law firm recently, and they're putting a huge huge amounts of money into bus ads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. You know. I actually used that. I used them. Um, I've been looking at a couple of bus ads and actually yeah. contacted clients from bus ads because when you put an ad on a bus, how do you track conversion? No, you don't. Unless you change the number or you put like that's, a... that's what I So that's what I've been doing. I've contacted them <laughs> and say, how are you tracking conversion on your bus ads? I can create a number for you and print a report just on this number. You're, you're, you're trying to target businesses to keep ranking on, on buses and I'm trying to get them to pull that spend from buses. But that's well, a, I haven't had any success. But, um. Yeah, but that's a very good idea, mate. And I probably should tell you who they are after the call. But um, do you do um, the digital call tracking for websites yet or is that something you're considering? Or 
Well, so when you say when you say digital code tracking, well, essentially for us, it's um, it's creating a unique number for your marketing campaign. Yeah, and that, that costs nothing. By the way, the number if you have in the canvas, the number itself is sixty-five cents. So yeah. if you if you're a company you already are with voice launch, you can create a new number for sixty-five cents, or you mm-hmm. can have ten numbers. On your flyer, you have one number. On your business card, you have another one, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then you can print your reporting on the back end that says this specific number, how many calls did I receive this month? That's how. Okay. So you can't like because um, obviously like traditional call tracking, you have a code. And depending on where the medium came from, so if you click a Google search result organic or you come from paid or come from social media, the website will change the number based upon the medium oh, I see. automatically. Yeah. Um, I guess what you're saying, because you can just dump the number on Facebook and then have one on right. Facebook. And yeah, that's awesome. But it might be something to consider as well. Um, how would I be able to provide code so they can sign up to like 10 of your numbers? Yeah. And then you've got a JavaScript code or whatever that plugs into the website um, that can change it based upon the referrer. Yeah, right. Well, that's something to uh, to investigate. <laughs> yeah, because I think I think that's really big, man. I think um, I think that I mean obviously there's a lot of competitors that are doing it, but it could be just another one of those services you could plug right. in potentially. Yeah. Oh, cool, man. So so what else is um, with the content? Do you have much of a social media strategy happening on? No, uh, my social media strategy is purely based on uh, social proof. Um, so I've been saying thank you to my new customers on Facebook. So every time I have a new customer, uh, yes, you if, have they're big, been. if they're big enough, I will put a logo, say welcome on board. Uh, and it's just social proof. Uh, it, that's what it is. So I'm just hoping that if someone is searching my website and wants to look at reviews mm-hmm. and Facebook, they will see that other people are already with voice smart. And see, I just said to you, what are the, I mean, uh, what are the benefits of, of, of changing your number for different marketing mediums or what is, um, you've just gone into like, you, you could do like a five minute YouTube video, right? On the benefits of, you know, changing your number to a VoIP service. Talk about yep. one feature that might go for four or five minutes. Then you mm. can take that four or five minute clip from YouTube because YouTube it has a context where people come to stay a little bit longer than Facebook and Instagram. You could break it up into a minute clip for Instagram. You could do five clips in one video from YouTube and that could be um, one specific feature. So this right. week I'm going to be talking about call forwarding. Next week we'll be talking about, let me go back to your features. Um, Cause I forgot where, yeah. Call forwarding voicemail to email. I mean, how cool is that? I mean, voicemail to email, um, you know, what are the benefits of that? Or, you know, you can get a, a callback service. If you're a small business, you can still tap into the big business features. And, and, and yep. one of those are cute callback. Um, so you don't let your customer, I'm, I'm, if you target those online e-commerce websites from the smaller medium, I think if you're discussing cute callback with them, um, I mean, yeah. I, I can't see how they wouldn't find that valuable. I've just yeah. launched my e-commerce service and I can already tell that would be, I don't even, I want them to call, leave a voicemail, voice message and I'll get back to them. I prefer yeah. to do it that way. Um, so that could be every feature could be a five minute video on YouTube, a blog, and then you can embed that into the blog article. You're taking those five minute, breaking it down into Instagram and one minute Instagram, or you could put up on IGTV. But do you see how you could probably, probably yeah. 
take one bit of content, break it up and use it and redistribute. And have, yeah, and have content for the social. Yeah, absolutely. And then you could even have a podcast where you're interviewing these small business and doing what I'm doing um, yeah. and, and expand the social proof. I'll be honest with you. I, I've been thinking about different content ideas for you outside of what SEO is what I do. It's, for me, I can give you so much content your head would spin, but I'm just yeah. trying to, to also, I was thinking about it. What could, what could Damien do on, like on an Instagram to make it a little bit different and funny? Because some of your competitors, all they have is like pictures and images and, and just yeah, like... Yeah, I mean, the, the, the phone and internet business is quite boring. <laughs> you post pictures of phones, that's what I do. And it's like, oh, yeah. No one cares. Interesting about it. No, no, you only care when you need to charge your phones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I think if you can talk about the features and keep pushing them um, and uh, pushing the features of them, perhaps even even building that podcast in a way that can be a little bit engaging, a little bit different. Like I said, the unorthodox style, as long as you're at least walking away from this call thinking about how I can sort of be different yeah. and, 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 and step outside the boring nature of um, because it's boring, but for businesses, it's also important. Yep. So, so, so I just think you, with your obvious awesome sales skills, um, if you can, if you can then encourage them to provide some helpful information and then encourage them through social media to contact you to, to have a discussion, then you can do the closing. Yeah. Um, I know you can do the closing. I know you're very good at doing the closing. <laughs> so I just think it's more of the, of the information and the content assets that you need to produce. Yeah. Um, well, better get onto it. Awesome, man. Was it, do you have any other questions? Uh, no, I mean, I mean You've covered a lot and uh, that's great info. And I think sometimes it's just, uh, even if I sort of knew what I had to do, I always need a bit of a boost, uh, you know, someone telling me, okay, you've got to do it. And I think, um, yeah, I better start doing all of this. And I'll kick you in the ass if that's what you're looking for. <laughs> um, yeah. So I would think about how do I have an audio presence? Because I think the podcast revolution is huge. And thinking about it, how can I make it interesting? I mean, even if you talk about for now, um, the features, as I mentioned for YouTube and then plug, plug it into um, uh, uh, an article, you could take that convert it to audio. You start using that as a podcast for, right. and there's something called anchor FM, which can distribute to Apple iTunes. It's going to be an interesting battle. You've got Apple, Amazon, and they're all going to do a little bit different than Google. I like Google's way personally because it's, it's going to help a lot more businesses, I think, rather than using Amazon, having to build skills. Um, and I think with Google, it's all really pulling. If you've got a great long-tail blogging strategy that I'm trying to push you to do, yeah. um, that, will, that will be a lot easier for you to merge into to voice um, that it would be right. create a hundred thousand dollar skill on Amazon. Yeah, right. So, cool. Mm. Well, mate, mm. I'm going to keep following you. I'm going to stalk you. Um, Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> for all the for all of the nice things you've you've done for me in the past with referrals and just being a good man. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be on your back as a good friend would be, mate, and just keep getting you to push for content. Yep. For videos. And look, I'll be honest with you, it's challenging. It's challenging because like what I do with jewelers or I do with hospitality, it's so much easier, right? Yeah. I mean, with a mutual client of ours in the past, I mean, 
it's food. I mean, if you can't get excited yeah. about food or about events, about dining in, heck, what can you get excited over, right? There's plenty of content, plenty yeah. of content. Plenty of content. So so I think if you can, we can break through it together over time um, and make this an interesting, um, at least attempt to to be unorthodox, to be different, to be unique, yeah. to crack in. Like, I like, I mean, look at that meerkat with the, like, um, with the with the insurance, yeah, I mean that was a, like compare the market or compare meerkats. That was a good way of sort of breaking down such a boring topic and to make yeah. it, you know, uh, comparing the market. I mean that's probably even more boring than telephones, right? Yeah, probably, <laughs> but but they found a way, and that's what how I'd want you to to get off yeah. the call thinking about. So, uh, Damien, thank you. Andrew, thanks so much for the opportunity. And I'm going to put all your details in the description on YouTube so everyone, anyone who's looking for this particular service can contact you. Damien is your man for all things VoIP. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, Andrew. Any questions, please let me know in the comment box below.